fueled by conversations about the world of creativity. Welcome to the Adventures in Creativity podcast with me, your tour guide, your host, David Swiduck. The adventure starts right now. Hey guys, welcome back. This is adventure number 55, I believe. Man, we're cruising along. Hopefully I have that right. Um, but this week, uh, just a just a kind of simple thought, and I'm going to share a little bit of a story with you guys, but the idea is, is all about giving your creativity a real voice that people can connect with and resonate with. And it's kind of the key ingredient to a creative life, if you will. In fact, I think that's what I'll title this episode, the key ingredient to a creative life. Now, let me talk just a little bit about something here. Um, I was listening to a podcast episode from the Chase Jarvis Live podcast this last week, and um, he kind of did a rebroadcast of a conversation where he joined... Uh, Gary V, those of you who don't know Gary V, some of you love him, some of you hate him. He can be brash, he can be outgoing, he's not for everybody, but he does occasionally, in my opinion, have some pretty pretty good insights and things to, to bring to the table, especially the conversation he was having with Chase Jarvis, because the two of them together really feed off each other well. Anyways, Chase was over on Gary V's uh, podcast or, or whatever it was, uh, his Ask Gary V show. And they had a caller call in talking about, uh, look, not talking about looking for some advice basically around how, how he can essentially take the next step and, and how he can build this thing and go further and further. And one of the things that they brought up and talked about was that, you know, look, this guy was saying all of the right things. He knew all the right cliche thoughts. He knew all the right, just the right things to say to sound like he was really pushing, like he was really working hard to create whatever it was he was looking to create. And it didn't take very long to realize that when they, when they put the question to him and said, look, what have you actually created? I believe this guy was talking about starting a podcast actually. And he had talked about how, you know, he was getting just the right gear and working on that. And then he was working on getting his artwork done and the website and this, that, and the other thing. In the meantime, he hadn't actually created anything just yet. He, he hadn't done anything. And, you know, their advice to him, I, I thought was very, very real because, you know, they, they said, look, until you start doing something, you're just saying all the right things. And that's fine. You're kind of halfways there, but talk is cheap. It's, it's in the doing that actually matters. And, and it, it got me thinking to some, uh, about something a little bit, um, kind of unrelated, but in, in a lot of ways, similarly related. And it's the idea that uh, I forget who said it, but uh, you know, they said, uh, if you want to create interesting art, you have to live an interesting life. I believe it was a photographer that said that, and I, I can't remember who off the top of my head, my apologies, but 
it's so true. If you want to live, or excuse me, if you want to create interesting artwork, you want to make something interesting, you want to create something of interest to put it out in the world, you have to live life. You can't just spend your time on the sidelines like this guy was doing in that episode, just, you know, learning all the right things to say, learning all the right things to do, um, you know, right way to talk to people and all of that. You have to put your boots on the ground and get busy doing it. You have to be able to live your life because so much of what we create, when we're creating something that's genuine and authentic to us, the stuff that we create, it has to have a real voice. People people need to be able to connect with the, I hate saying authentic or authenticity because it's such a cliche, but I don't know a better word for it because it's really the truth. When you're going to create something, you're going to put it out there into the world. Sure. Uh, you you can put out a a pretty sunset picture. Take the take the episode with Alex we we had last week. Fantastic episode and conversation. But that's one of the things he he kind of mentioned there, is that he does still enjoy going to the mountains and creating those pretty sunset pictures and all of that. But they don't really have any meat. They don't really have anything behind them. They don't have any teeth, and. You know, there's nothing wrong with creating those postcard shots or those, you know, kind of uh, beautiful for beautiful sake type of art, if that's what you want to do. But oftentimes as creatives, you'll find that if you do that for very long, you're going to feel very unsatisfied with your art. You're going to feel very uncreatively, uh, unfulfilled creatively. And chances are you start jumping around to the next thing and the next thing, or you start feeling jaded because, you know, you're you're not gaining traction. You're not seeing anything grow. And the, the real problem isn't the work you're creating. Maybe it's fantastic, beautiful artwork, but there's none of you inside of it. And, you know, you need to be able to actually live your life so you can draw off of experiences. Uh, give you an example here, and I'm recording this while I'm on vacation. Um, I have just a couple days left. I'm a hunter, so some of you may not uh, like hunting. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell any graphic stories. In fact, if you're a non-hunter, you may be cheering at this one because just this morning, I've sat all season long. The hunting has been incredibly difficult this year. Real cold weather, um, snow and sleet and just windy, you know, all, all the conditions. It's been a brutal season and the deer have not been moving. They've been holed up and locked down and just haven't been seeing anything. And this morning I had a chance at a buck. First chance I've had all season long. And what happens? I was prepared. It's a shot that I could take a hundred times and make it 99, 98 of those times. This deer came trotting through the woods, heavy brush, and the snow was hanging. I had to react quickly and shoot, and I did. I thought I felt good about it, went down and looked. Sad to say, I failed. All that preparation, everything else, all the work put in, and I still failed. I missed a clean miss. This deer didn't even break his stride. He just kept on going cleanly missed, not a clue. 
Deer is safe and sound. I am feeling stupid and like a fool because, like I said, I could make that shot, you know, a hundred times and have a positive result for me 99 of those times. And this was just that one outlier where it just wasn't meant to be. Now, what does that have to do with creativity? Well, look, this is something failure in this, in this example is something that we all face. We all go through failure, no matter how much we try and avoid it. Sometimes we feel prepared. We bust our tail. We work hard. We put in hours and hours of practice at our creative pursuit. We get an opportunity and you know what? Sometimes we do everything we can and we still come up empty. And this is a way where real life has allowed me to bleed that, you know, kind of transition that lesson into everything, into my creative work. You know, it's another example of, you know, how to get up and get back on the horse, so to speak, when you fail. Am I going to give up hunting? No, never. I I love being in the woods and, and, you know, will I possibly end up, you know, eating tag soup this year? Possibly. We'll see. There's a few days left, but at the end of the day, I've got a story and it's it's an experience that kind of helps shape cre- my creativity going forward because I know that, okay, here's my photography work. Here's this podcast that I do with you guys each and every week. I now have something more I can draw off of from a very personal, real place and say, hey, look, I understand that dejected feeling of failure And here's what we can do to move past it. I can use that. I can use it to shape a photo series maybe about something totally unrelated and be able to draw off of the the kind of super bummed out or ironic, you know, you get that one chance and there it goes, you know, whatever it is, I I can translate that into, into real world creative practice. And so for you guys, as you're looking at your creativity, if you're feeling like it's just not satisfying to you, if it's feeling like maybe you're not quite connecting to, you know, whatever audience you've built, or maybe your audience isn't there yet, you haven't found an audience. The one thing I would tell you to do is, is sit down, whatever you're going to create, just create it with your story, your real honest voice. Find something in your life, because we've all got experiences up and down, you know, positive, negative, and everywhere in between that you could draw off of. You know, I, I had a moment the other night, and my my youngest, my son, he just turned eight. He's recently getting into kind of drawing a little bit, which is cool, and he loves the superheroes and everything else. And he was he was drawing a Superman. And he was just laughing because, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bigger guy. I'm a little chunky. I'm, I'm not saying I'm obese or anything like that, but I got a little belly on me. It is what it is. I'm not too upset about it. But he draws this Superman and he starts laughing hysterically. And he goes, look, this Superman kind of looks like you, Dad. And when I looked over, Superman had a, <laughs> a big old belly. And, um, you know, he thought that was the funniest thing. And then I said, well, I don't know if it looks like me. I said, it kind of looks like a chunky baby to me. And then all of a sudden he was drawing, you know, these, this whole series of characters about baby Superman, kind of like the old baby Muppets, but he's never seen that. 
And it was real life experience that gave him this idea. And suddenly he was creating these characters and he's an eight year old. Kids understand this naturally. Why do we as adults not? I mean, that, that's a topic for another episode, the idea of approaching your creativity as if from a child's mind. We'll get into that another time. But for, for today, just, just remember, the next time you find yourself feeling like your work is just not creatively satisfying to you anymore, step back. Think about anything going on in your life, your rich life experience. We've all got it. That parking ticket you got 20 years ago because you, you know, parked on the wrong side of the street thinking you could make it in and out before you, you got the ticket or, you know, the time you, you went in the ditch and, uh, on a bright sunny day, I don't know who would do that. I may have a story about that myself, you know, what, whatever it might be a funny moment, a heartwarming moment a feeling of hope, a feeling of sadness and despair. We all have moments to draw off of. So I urge you, let you, you don't have to tell those exact stories if you don't want to tell your personal life story, but use those real life experiences to draw inspiration from and infuse that into your artwork, into whatever you create. Because I promise you that that real voice that you give your work You'll find people out there that agree with you and think just like you. So guys, for everything to do with Adventures in Creativity, I want you to head over to AICpod.com. That's the website for the show. I do put out the episodes weekly and try to get up an article for you guys every week as well. Um, kind of a Tuesday, Friday schedule. Also, if uh, you haven't already, I'd love it if you could head over to Instagram.com slash AIC pod or just search for at AIC pod on Instagram. Trying to get that community built up. We're doing a nice job with it so far, considering we started from zero. And I'm looking to really make it something where we can connect, something authentic, something that is, is you and I having a conversation. So I'd love to hear from you over there. In the meantime, take care take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and stay on the lookout for your own adventures in creativity. And I've got to apologize right at the tail end here. My heat kicked on, my furnace kicked on in the house. I hope you don't hear that too much. I'm going to try and remove most of it in post. But if you hear a little noise there, it's cold. It's only single digits today. So uh, I hope you'll understand that the heater had to kick on. Take care of yourselves, guys. We'll talk to you next week.